Welcome, Rocky. Thanks, Neha. Welcome to Relationship, the Relationship Academy. And thank you for taking the time to be on this, this show. My pleasure. Thank you. I see you joining us from Denver, and that's that's on the evening there. Yes, it is. Okay. Hope you're having a wonderful evening, and thanks again for taking the time. No problem. So I, I would like to share with the listeners, I have met Rocky in Hong Kong, where she lived before she moved to the U.S., um, and I've had, I've had the pleasure to get to know you. And one thing that I really, really liked about you was that you didn't hesitate to speak in my mother tongue. That was huge. <laughs> that was huge because most of the other girls, um, especially Hong Kong girls, were not doing that. And so that made you different. And I felt the connection with you because I missed speaking in my mother tongue, Cindy. So thanks for doing that. <laughs> oh, I miss it still because now I don't have anyone to really talk to except mom when I call her. <laughs> okay. We can we can continue the conversation in our mother tongue um, after we get off this call. So, uh-huh. Rocky, tell my listeners, who is Rocky? So I am a mother, mm-hmm. a daughter, a wife, sister, um, also an entrepreneur, as well as uh, I would say I'm a lifelong learner, very multicultural, multilingual, and I often describe myself as a global citizen. Wonderful. And I, I see that in you a lot. And I, I see you're very open to other cultures. Tell the yes. listeners, can you tell the listeners how you met your husband? Yeah, definitely. So my husband, just for information, is uh, half and half like Obama. But he was mm-hmm. born and raised in Kenya. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually ended up meeting here in Denver at work, actually exactly to the day today, 15 years ago, which is oh crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a coincidence. Right? I, know. I know. When I looked at the date, I thought, oh, wow, this couldn't have worked out better. So, <laughs> yeah, 15 years ago at work, um, it was my first day, and we both still work there, actually. And uh, we do very different things now. Uh, but that's where I met him. And my first reaction when I met him was I noticed his last name because of the recruiter uh, that I spoke with had the same last name. So mm-hmm. my thought was, oh, that's not a common name. So that must that person must be related to him. And then um, he was really the, uh, because I was part-time, I was not there 
the whole day. I would be there for four hours a day. That didn't last very long. But he was really the first person that um, spoke with me other than the, hi, this is Rocky, and I met every single person in the room. And obviously, because I wasn't interacting with them, I didn't remember everybody's name yet, you know. Uh, so he and I just started talking and we just hit it off as friends. And really, we were friends for the longest time. Mm. Yeah. And and when did you decide to take this friendship to uh, getting married or living your life together? Oh, wow. I honestly <laughs> did not think. Uh -huh. um, so eventually, like, like I said, we were really good friends mm -hmm. and we would talk a lot and uh, about everything and we could talk for hours. And um, that was really nice. And at that time, because I was not yet driving, as in I didn't have a car and where I lived and where the office was, was quite a distance. Mm -hmm. And so I made an agreement with him. Now, when I tell you the agreement, most of your listeners will think uh, she knew a way to a man's heart is through his stomach. No, if anybody knows me and I think you know me well enough, but <laughs> those people that know me well, will understand when I tell you the story that it was 100% a business transaction for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I uh, to know. <laughs> yeah, so what it was is I convinced him. It wasn't hard to convince him. Uh, and I said, hey, you know, if uh, you're willing to pick me up from my house and bring me to work and drop me off, I will cook for you. And Sweet. why was that a business agreement for me? It was a business agreement for two reasons. One, I found it very difficult to just cook for myself. Mm. Very difficult. Mm. And so I, I like struggled with that, which meant that you end up eating not very well or mm. you end up, you know, having junk food. Uh, or just snacking, really not eating a meal, you know, because mm -hmm. who's going to think I need to cook for myself? Like, that's really, really hard to do. Mm -hmm. And so so that was my one thing is like, OK, so if I have to cook for someone, then chances are I will cook and then I will eat better. Then I will uh, also save money in a way because I'm not eating junk or and things like that. And then the other thing was, and the other, I couldn't afford to pay him for uh, gas or petrol, depending on wherever you are in the world. Um, so this was like a win-win for me. And it was a win for him too, because, you know, he ended up getting uh, meals and mm -hmm. he was happy. But everyone who hears the story will always say to me, oh, Rocky, yeah, 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 sure, that's the truth. <laughs> uh, we know that was your way to his heart I went nope it really wasn't because that was not what I was thinking mm -hmm. so we did that for quite a long time actually and um, eventually I don't know I think it just became like it wasn't even something we thought about 
I mm. think. And we just kind of were going towards a relationship in a way, you know. And so uh, it wasn't until, let me think now, um, it like we didn't even start dating really until more than a year or so after knowing each other. Mm. And then it was maybe even longer than that. So it must have been maybe in 07-ish at some point it was like we were just talking and it was obvious that we were talking about the future and none of us blinked it just kind of was where the conversation took us wow and we're like and then we both paused and went huh huh okay what (laughs) just happened (laughs) but we weren't like freaked out or anything but it was just kind of natural Nice. It was really odd, right? And I never really had that. So it was like, hmm, okay, this is interesting. And uh, yeah, I think it, it just kind of happened, like I said. I do think, though, in a relationship, often what happens, uh, and I don't know, maybe this happens to other people or not, but I, I feel like it does, is that mm-hmm. when you first start off, I think one person is more interested than mm-hmm. the other. And then over time, it flips, where then now the other person is more into the relationship than the initial person. And then somewhere along the line, if you're still together, it balances out. Mm. It just balances out, you know. Mm. And, And that happened to us over the years, where at some point it just balanced out. Mm. So it's just I think when I say that and you know people might have a hard time conceptualizing what I mean that it balanced out I think there's just a certain comfort that Mm. you end up in Mm. where you're okay sitting next to each other and Mm. not speaking and not being uncomfortable by that you know yeah Yeah. there's that so I know that was more than you asked for but anyway no, that's wonderful because I I hear what I hear friendship. I hear like getting mm-hmm. to know each other, you taking the time and it being even though it is a business transaction, not knowing where it leads and just letting things unfold naturally is is a way. So you you didn't have sort of like an attachment to something and neither did he and you were not expecting anything to happen. You know? Exactly. Technically mm-hmm. speaking, I, I still tease him that we never really had a date. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. We just, yeah, we were just friends and then it was just whatever, you know. So never really got like an official date, you know, where, I don't know, I never had any of that. So it's just kind of <laughs> transitioned uh, funnily. But um but, you know, I used to have, uh, w- when I was in Hong Kong, and I actually went to a girl's school in Hong Kong, mm-hmm. and uh, at 15, you know, a few of us are sitting, and they're like, oh, you know, what kind of guy do you want? And when do you think is the right age to, like, date and stuff? And I just, I thought this conversation was so odd. 
Uh-huh. And um, they're all talking about it. When they came to me, and again, I think Neha, you know me well enough to know I'm very practical. So, <laughs> so they came to me. And of course, all of them are like, oh, tall, dark, and handsome, you know, uh-huh. and things like that, like the typical cliche uh, things that were maybe told in fairy tales growing up, right? Mm. Um, and I was not like that at all. So yeah. when they got to me, I looked at them, I said, um, first, I don't think you should date till you're like 19 or 20. And they're like, what? <laughs> like, are yeah. you crazy? I'm like, no, I'm not crazy. Because right now I have to focus on my education. And uh, I can deal with that later. Why will I do it now? And then get distracted and maybe ruin whatever I'm doing, you know, with my education and my foundation. And they just looked at me and rolled their eyes, of course. Um, and then, uh, you know, and then the next thing uh, I was like uh, saying about, you know, what kind of guy I said, you know, someone who's a, a who can be a good friend. And mm-hmm. again, they they rolled their eyes. And I said, no, seriously, you know, now I can say this at that time, you know, I was 50, not like I knew what life entailed and or anything else about relationships, because it's not like our families talked about that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. so for me, now I can say, you know, that at that time my thought was, you know, you will, uh, not at that time, sorry, now I can look back and think uh, logically and say that, you know, I was right on track because honestly, the friendship is what keeps the relationship going. You know, maybe mm-hmm. for some people it starts off with a physical attraction or um, I don't know, or maybe humor. But if you, you know, eventually when you're in it for the long haul, mm. eventually you are, that physical attraction will go away. It yeah. will change. And you can't just have that be the reason you are with someone. It has to be more than that you know so the friendship Mm. seems the only thing that is really sustaining that relationship you know Mm. which is going to be my next question but you already kind of touched on that so you think that the secret sauce to your relationship is friendship yes and Mm. the other piece would be we are very honest with each other, <laughs> almost to a fault. So mm-hmm. if people watched us interact, which there there have been people who have, they will look at us and say, wow, sometimes you two are very harsh with each other because of the, the things we say. So we're very blunt, you know, mm-hmm. and they think that, you know, how can you talk to your partner like this? Of course, we have to be careful because sometimes it can be construed as disrespect and that's not the case. I think we support each other. I would say he supports me a lot more than than I support him. Um, and by support, I'm not talking monetary support, of course. Um, in, in, in whatever I want to do, he's always my cheerleader. I know that sounds cliche too, but, you know, he really is. And um, I think because we are honest with each other, we know what to expect. 
uh, we've had other couples tell us, man, if I talk to my wife like that or I talk to my husband like that, uh, we wouldn't be sleeping in the same room, you know. But then those a lot of those people that say that complain about their spouses to other people, mostly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my when husband say, can... Yeah, go ahead. When you say um, you know what to expect because mm-hmm. you're honest, you know what to expect. Talk to me a little bit about that. Tell the listeners a little bit about that so they get an idea of the context. If you can share a story about that. Um, yeah, let me think. Uh, well, I he so for example, I'm you know, I know it sounds ironic. I'm talking about communication. The example I'm gonna give you is not the best communication. Mm-hmm. Um but Often, like, I know that he will not remember everything. I know that about him already, <laughs> you know. Mm. So he'll probably ask me uh, about the same event yeah. multiple times. And, of course, yeah. that will, at some point, it will frustrate me when I have said it a few times. Yeah. Um, and I think then I get to a point where, you know, depending on the day and what's going on, I might lose it and say, man, you want it on the, on the calendar. Why don't you look at the calendar? Right? Like, just look at it. You asked me, it's there. You don't look at it. What's the point of doing it? You know? And, and I mean, that's a very basic example, but mm-hmm. I can just say that to him. <laughs> and yeah, we might have a little tip about it, maybe, depending on how his mood is and how he's doing. But then... You know, now I think that this may have happened more like early in the relationship, but now it happens less, mm-hmm. you know, because now I know. So I'll put it in the calendar. I usually don't tell him. And then I'll wait. And two days before I'll remind him or I'll put it on his work calendar if it requires him leaving work early, you know. Mm-hmm. So you adjust or... um there was this wise uh, lady I used to work with who gave me this advice because, you know, there was a time where uh, he's not like we're we're not super clean people. Like we're not like clean, like in, in terms of perfection, you know. Um, and I think early in the relationship, I was probably more of the clean freak in a way. And um, he had a tendency to always leave certain clothes on his side of the bed. You know, at, at night, he would leave them there. And in the morning, he would yeah. do whatever with them. And that used yeah. to bother me a lot. It wasn't dirty. It was just messy, you know. Yeah. Then this wise lady told me, you can pick and choose what you really want to make a big deal about, Rocky, in your marriage. Yeah. If you think about what that is, is it really that big a deal? <laughs> so finally I got to a point where I would just like, un- it's like unseen to me now. Like I don't see that side of his bed. Like I don't look there. Mm-hmm. That's my way of getting over it. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you have to pick and choose what you're going to really like point out and poke at. You can't pick at everything because then you'll always be fighting because you are different people. Mm-hmm. Right. So you, that's the point. Yeah. And that's your way to bring the peace and happiness and harmony to your relationship. Exactly. 
And um, I, the last question I would want to ask you, besides the beautiful things you've already shared, is what advice would you give to girls who are looking for a relationship? So, um, what is, so this is one thing I always used to say before I got married, and I really believe it, is that I think the reason nowadays there are a lot more divorces and separations is you know yeah. i mean there are many genuine reasons for it to happen but also i think the ease in which people do it sometimes is is probably because of their mindset and their expectations so uh you know most men go into relationships thinking she will never change and most mm. women go into relationships thinking I can change him. <laughs> and and the point is yeah. that both of you will change. But you won't change mm-hmm. the way your partner expects you to change. And if you are aware of that, then you can work through those changes and still be happy. And uh, sometimes mm-hmm. you may not be. So you also have to recognize that, of course. But majority of the time, if you go in with that mindset, and it's not that the first issue that comes along you go you know what i'm out because i see that sometimes yeah and i think with us what was interesting actually now i remember the the moment that in my head i went oh my gosh was that i always described it this way i had never described it to him this way and i heard him say something similar to another friend of ours and I sat mm. there and I went, oh, okay. <laughs> That's a good thing because yeah. I haven't met anyone else who thinks that. Because if you yeah. come from different philosophies, then yeah. it'll be harder for the relationship to grow and keep going. So that mm. was very important. You know, I mean, as I mentioned in the beginning, He's half and half like Obama, born and raised yeah. in Kenya, not Indian at all. Yeah. Me being Indian, yeah. that's that's a big deal, right? But mm-hmm. the reason we fit, the reason we match is because, one, the, val- the, the values in Kenya, the family values in Kenya are very similar to that of Indians. Mm. Although most Indians might tell you that's not the case, unless they've been there and have expo- have had exposure to Kenyans, our cultures are very mm-hmm. similar, actually. It's just changed yeah. location, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So I think because he was raised there, yeah. our values yeah. also matched. So I, I have never had to explain to him, for example, in the U.S., very often at first... When I would tell them, yeah, you know, I used to work in Hong Kong before I ended up coming here. And when I was working, I was living with my parents, but I would give them my salary and my mom would give me an allowance. And they thought that was the strangest thing because mm. they thought, that's your money. I said, really? Uh, my parents raised me and took care of me and everything. And I'm still living with them. So mm. now it's my turn to contribute and I'm okay with not managing all the money. You know, I was okay with it at the time. 
but they usually mm. cannot understand that concept, you know? So with him, I never had to explain that because he got it. He understood that in the future, we may have to take care of both sides of our, you know, both sides of the family, both sets of parents, um, that why we have to go see our family, why I call my mother. I don't have to explain any of those things because our values match. So you do need to, mm. if I had to say, where do you start? Values mm. and friendship would be where I would say you start. And what keeps you going is the communication and the adjustments that you make. It's like a dance, you know, you're dancing and you're adjusting and you're learning each other's moves, you know, and then you become flawless dancers eventually. Mm, that's beautiful. Thanks. That's beautiful. And I would love to continue this conversation outside of this, <laughs> this particular recording. And I want to thank you for sharing with the listeners so much information and so your beautiful stories. Thank you. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to be part of your new chapter in your journey. I, I think you're very brave. It's <laughs> the first uh, recording and you came on board. Yeah, I'm here to support so I really my friends. Your support. <laughs> I'm here to support my friends. I'm here to support, you know, women in business, small businesses. You know, that's very important to me. So, being an entrepreneur mm. myself, I think that is, you know, that's a very important thing that we all support each other in our journeys. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And what? What is your business, Jackie? Um, so I am actually uh, a consultant for a company called Rodan and Fields. Uh, they do skincare, mm -hmm. and they are located mm -hmm. in uh, U.S., Canada, Australia, as well as mm -hmm. in Japan. They launched in Japan earlier this year, and they have a variety of mm -hmm. products for all skin types, which is amazing. And uh, they're the mm -hmm. same doctors actually that made proactive for acne. So many people might know them that way. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. I started uh, doing that in March as a, as a side gig. Um, and then I'm also very close. Uh, later this month, I will be launching uh, my YouTube channel uh, focused on food. Awesome. Sounds wonderful. Thank you. Do share your wonderful uh, videos with me and I will catch you at another point. Sounds good. Thank you. Have a good Sunday. You have a great week ahead. Bye for now. Bye-bye.